Morena, and welcome to the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey, this is my daily podcast. Morena, and welcome to my daily chorus. This is my podcast that goes out with my email newsletter every weekday when I can make it uh, to talk about Aotearoa's political economy and to try to cover what's happening in housing unaffordability, climate change in action, and poverty reduction. I wanted to touch on, uh, on a few things around poverty today and the way that our election campaign has not really addressed the issue of reducing poverty. We have basically a couple of hundred thousand children who are growing up in poverty. And we know this is awful, objectively, and right now, but it's also awful for a long time to come. And we know this because Richie Poulton and the Dunedin Longitudinal Study have shown us over more than 50 years and over more than a thousand papers which showed exactly what happened to those kids who grew up in poverty. Richie Poulton died yesterday after a battle with cancer at the age of 61. He gave an interview to John Campbell that was on Sunday last night, and you can see the full item on Sunday in the video I've included in the email newsletter. And in that final interview, he was asked about the issue of poverty, which I would argue he is the most qualified to say anything uh, in Aotearoa. He has studied this his entire life, and with a, a world-leading study that rightly has set many of the uh, terms for how to address poverty in this country. And he was asked, what is the one thing in childhood that steepens the climb to a healthy and happy adult life? And he said, poverty. He then went on to say that during this election, he was disappointed that the focus on children in poverty had uh, waned. Uh, he, he wondered, what do we need to address really importantly, really importantly in this society? And the single answer to his own question is poverty. It's well worth reading John Campbell's full uh, obituary, which is also counts as a political commentary. And you can see the full piece on the video I've included in today's email. I met Richie Poulton a couple of times, and I'm sure many of you will have as well. This is a huge loss for not just um, New Zealand academia and uh, New Zealand's social scientists and um, our system of governance and uh, policy, but a, a big personal loss for so many people. He was friends and in contact with so many and had done so much to uh, uh, inform us about ourselves. And it's a huge loss. And it just goes to um, reinforce how little progress we have made, that in 
the days when he was dying. Our main political parties were proposing sanctions and uh, various ways to label beneficiaries. And on that note, uh, we got some details on Friday of National's fiscal plan, including that National will revert indexation for the main benefits, so that's the job seeker and the disability benefit, revert to indexation to wage inflation. Now this uh, change from wage inflation, sorry, from wage inflation to price inflation happened a few years ago and it was a huge improvement because of course we know wages over time grow faster than prices. And uh, of course, when you change the indexation from wage inflation to price inflation, you save a lot of money as a government. And that's why National have decided to switch indexation from wage inflation to price inflation for the main benefits. That's going to save a, a national government uh, after October 14 about $2 billion over the next four years. That will, of course, be used to pay for tax cuts for people who are not on the benefit, mostly. Uh, but it does beg the question, okay, if you think that price indexation is the right way to go when paying benefits to people, why don't you do it to everyone who's getting a benefit, including those on New Zealand superannuation? And it exposes yet again how our political system treats New Zealand superannuitants differently to the rest and again benefits the old at the expense of the young. So um, that would be something that I would actually save about uh, um, 12 billion dollars over four years if the government was going to do that. That would be quite some tax cut wouldn't it? But it's not going to happen. All right I also wanted to talk about what's happening with our climate change policy and in particular, National Act, if they win power on October the 14th, have pledged to reduce various efforts to cut emissions and uh, Act, at least, wants to pull New Zealand out of the Paris agreements. Um, that might be quite difficult, actually, given we've just signed a free trade agreement with the European Union that ties our achieving those targets directly to the... European Union Free Trade Agreement we just signed. Also, uh, the European Union is building a set of carbon border adjustment mechanisms. Now, these are effectively taxes on imports for those imports from countries that have not performed in reducing their emissions. And the way it's measured, which I think is interesting, is to look at the difference between Europe's a carbon price in its markets and carbon prices in the markets from which the imports are coming. And we know this because um, it's suddenly dawned <laughs> on British businesses that uh, Britain's failure in recent weeks to um, pursue big emissions reductions, you might recall Rishi Sunak decided that uh, he wasn't at war with car drivers and so he was going to dump uh, Britain's plans to get to carbon zero and remove the um, ban on petrol and diesel imports and a whole bunch of other things that will uh, frustrate uh, attempts to get to carbon zero. 
Now that tanked the carbon price in Britain. And what you've seen is that price has dropped dramatically. It is now significantly below the 84 euros, uh, 85 euros per tonne that carbon is trading at in Europe. So what it means is that the difference between uh, what uh, uh, you see British carbon prices trading at, and I include a chart in today's email newsletter, at about 42 euros per tonne, and the 85 euros per tonne that uh, we see for uh, Europe. Now that big gap drives the scale of the import taxes. So how are we doing? Well, um, the Labour government's um, failure to accept the advice of the Climate Commission and its various tweaks to the emissions trading tr scheme just before Christmas to avoid a, a rise in petrol prices also tanked our emissions trading scheme. Now, prices, to be fair, have bounced somewhat, but they are still incredibly low at $65 a tonne. That is €37 Euros a tonne. Now, remember, that is less than half of what the European price is currently. So National and ACT are preparing policies that will lock farmers out of Europe. Something for them to consider as, as they look to get elected. Now, just, uh, just finally, a few things to watch out for. We've got a bunch of uh, deep dives and scoops from around the world and in New Zealand over the, uh, over the last uh, couple of days, which you can find useful, and some cartoons. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was today's Dawn Chorus for Monday the 2nd of October through the Kaka. Kakite Anō.